Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, the Sunday League Show, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Not in his bedroom. Welcome to Selk Grassroots, the podcast network that brings you the Sunday League Show Extra. This is the Sunday League Show Extra. This is episode 19. The episode numbers for the Sunday League Show are extra, are in line with the weeks of the season as opposed to in order like we do other shows uh, because some step along the way of balls it up and we just go with that now. So it ties in where we are in the season, week 19. Um, uh, in attendance tonight is Mr. Beeler and Steve. Uh, uh, we're light tonight, guys, but... I have to say this is the the best team possible for tonight. It's the A team, isn't it? Essentially, it's it is. the A team you've got here. You've got City and Arsenal here. Well, I don't right really now. want to be associated with either of those teams. <laughs> yeah, not Chelsea. Sunday league only. Oh, so, yeah. We've got the best and worst amongst the best and amongst the worst. I'm not the worst week. anymore, am I? No, you're not even bottom of the pile. You're not even bottom of the pile anymore. Absolutely. Started from the bottom, now you're here. To be fair to Omar, he's bottom of a lot of piles at the moment, isn't he? He (laughs) he talks a load of old piles as well. (laughs) (laughs) Justice for Dan. Let's have a look through last week's episode 18 or week 18 uh, predictions. And I have to say, uh, it was a stellar performance from Mr. Beeler. 11 points scored for him, taking well him to 100 oh points. Round of applause right there. Uh, yeah, I've got, have you not got any like little inserts you can edit in, like a big clap? Uh, I'll just like do this. I'll just do uh-huh. this. That's a first, yeah. I think it's my first not you, uh, all slapping against something there, Andy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's my first double figures though, so I'm super happy with that. I'm just a bit annoyed that who beat me? Amari. Yeah, he still didn't win, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, you beat me, though. You're not first, you lost. <laughs> yeah. But well done to Bela. The scores from last week were as follows. Uh, winner was Amari after a few bad weeks. He's back with two three-pointers this week. Uh, he got 14 all in, which is a very good week. Well done to Amari. Sadly, in predicted, the meeting, as we predicted his own 4-3 as well, didn't he? He did really yeah. well there. Yeah, cheater. Yeah. Uh, second was Mr. Beeler, uh, and enough to lift him away from the the uh, wooden spoon. Uh, Beeler now sitting second from bottom with a hundred points. De- Going to start um, catching up with Steve soon. I'm He's only right four on behind Steve. Yeah, <laughs> I'm nervous. It's all these fake predictions he keeps giving me when he comes to my work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even Mr. Beeler himself getting um, a three pointer. In the Southern Sunday section, I did all right in the Southern Sunday, didn't I? I like that. 
That's yeah. quite good. Yeah, he yeah. did. He did really well. Uh, then third was me. As usual, I used, I'm usually third, actually. This has been my position uh, for the season. I got 10 points, including a three-pointer for the club Langley against uh, Kamazi Strikers' motivation um, in the OBDSFL. Uh, I got all, I got at least one point in all of the games in the OBDSFL, so um, I'm pleased with that. Uh, next up was Mr Cavell with eight points. And then Omar and Steve, because they share their results so much, Dan, they ended up with five points each. That's um, Steve's come a cropper there. I had a stinker, didn't I? I, I mean, I've learned this week, I've done no 28 nils. So, fingers crossed <laughs> I can get a, get a couple of greens in. Because although I was close with Rose and Crown against Spring Hill Blues for a 28 nil, I saw yeah. them miss 20, uh, 22 chances there in that game they should have scored. <laughs> they were on the pitch next to me at Mottingham. Yeah, there were cries of Omar out on that from that in that game, wasn't there? Yeah, it was me on the sideline screaming. Oh, nice one. Well done. Thank you very that much. That was a better watch than my game. <laughs> well, well, your game was good, wasn't it? Close game. It wasn't for the first 15 minutes, but other than that, it was brilliant. We were 3-0 down in 15 minutes. A couple of couple of <laughs> a couple of changes and a change of formation. And we honestly were unlucky not to come away with something. Very unlucky. But uh, was it, what was the end score? Three two, we lost. Oh, and Bailey, we yours a was yours, chances at the end as well. Yours was a penalty loss this weekend, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, we we hit the bar, we hit the post, we did everything but finish the game off. Um, yeah. But we had a minute silence for one of the lads on uh, on the opposition's uh, team, um, whose mum had recently passed away. Okay, and you know one of them things at the end of the game when you saw how absolutely ecstatic and happy and overwhelmed he was. You know, you never would want to give a game away, but you know, some moments you think, well, yeah, it's I'll, only take football. I'll take Something's that. Something's bigger yeah. than football, yeah. Absolutely. It was, it was a really nice moment, actually. It was a really oh, nice moment. God. Let's take, let's, uh, let's, I don't know if we can go on with the rest of the recording now. That's got me. <laughs> no, <laughs> Wait, we'll that, all that stuff gets, that stuff gets me. So that's quality from you, boys. Who, who was the opposition? Um, we were against Merton. Oh, I Merton think. Athletic, wasn't it? I think it was. Yeah, yeah, Merton. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're a nice bunch of lads. Nice but one. you know the result. The, the result I was happiest with. I didn't get any points for. I called Carpet to win against yeah, Sporting did. Continental, and they did. But it was on penalties. Yeah. So I was I was pleased with that. Yeah. Shout well out. done. Well done. Yeah. Some big results this Sunday. Let's have a look at the games. For this coming Sunday, the 5th of February. I think it is the 5th of February. It is, isn't it? This Sunday? Yeah, it will be 5th, yeah. Yep. Some big games. I'll tell you what, guys. We'll start on your home leagues. So we're going to start with the Southern Sunday. I'm not sure how often we've done that this season, but we're going to do it anyway. Uh, and Bealey, you're going to take us away with some analysis. The first game up in the Southern Sunday is Bath Old Boys from the Championship taking on AFC Old Town, who I believe are in League 8 or something like yeah. that. League 8, yeah. Have I got that right? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Go on, mate. What, what, what do you think of this one? I mean, we, we know the cup competitions in the Southern Sunday uh, have become synonymous with the cup set. Um, yeah. Well, I don't know. I was, I was, I was a bit frustrated. It was a couple of weeks ago. I think there was all like four Marcus Lipson Cup games and I'd kind of said that I felt the magic wasn't going to work and none of them games happened. So we couldn't quite see what had happened. But this is another one. Maybe this was on there last time. I don't know. But again, I just can't see Old Town who are in League 8, played 8, 
and they've lost four and won four. I just can't see them getting like a result against the Bath Old Boys who are third in the championship. They're like, up there. Yep, they, they are. are yep. they're, they're third and they've lost three games in the championship, but to have lost less games in the championship than the team you're playing in Div 8, I just think it's a massive, massive yeah. ask. Championship and Prem are such high levels. Like yep. Carpet, like Carpet are below Albion. And carpet just beat Sporting Continental on pens. So you, it's, 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 I don't know, there are kind of levels. But maybe Bath Old Town, maybe, maybe uh, they've got it in them, Old Town. But um, I can't see it. It's one of those it. things in the Cups, though, don't you? You, you know, the Bath Old Boys might play a few people that don't get much time and Old Town might treat this like their cup finals. So you never know with cup games, do you? Great, great pedigree last season, Old Town in the Cups as well. So they were a good cup team uh, in 21-22. So maybe um, they'll be up for it this year. They look a little bit off the pace in the league. Yeah. Uh, but as we say, the Cups, the Cups are the Cups, especially in the in the Southern Sunday. I'm not sure. I, this must be a Marcus Lipton Cup with this distance between the two teams, wasn't it? Yeah, it will be, unless it's a Chairman's Cup. But I'll have a look quickly. Uh it is, uh, yeah, Marcus Lipton, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, there you go. So, factor that in. What was your prediction, Bina? I've gone 4-1 um, to the Barfold boys. 4-1. Uh, yeah. Steve? I've gone 4-3. Um, I, I was, I'll was. i be honest, with the uh, Croydon and Southern Sunday this, this week, I've had to kind of take a few punts because um, I've been a very busy man. But I've gone 4-3, Magic of the Cup and all that. Fair enough. I went 4-3-2. Bath Old Boys win. I think it's going to be tight as well. This Marcus Lipton Cup seems to have a hold on um, the, the higher place team. It does things to people, gets in their heads. Um, Who are the current holders? Is it a lower division team? Yeah, what, uh, Wimbledon Wolves, and they're in Division One. They're in Div League One, one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, League One. So that's a third div, yeah, third division down. Yeah, yeah. So wow. no, 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 uh, no Prem Division teams in the semi-finals at all last year of the uh, of the Marcus Lipton Cup. So it's just one of those cups that um people like and you know luckily this season we've got the silk it's the silk grassroots Marcus Lipton Cup. So um yeah very very pleased it's living You're going to be at the final presenting the trophy Andrew. I will be and getting as many free drinks off of the league chairman as I possibly can <laughs> I imagine. <Yeah. laughs> uh, and and Dan's laughing because he probably has no tried that chance. As well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got I've gone for 3-2 to Bath Old Boys. Uh, Cavell didn't put any scores in this week. He's a busy man this week. He's With his job, it's the end of the month, and I think he was too busy. So he's got two alls for every single result. I'm not going to read them out with all due respect to Mr. Cavell. Um, but if he gets if he gets a free and three pointers in this, just become one point as well is the, is the tact I'm taking with it. Hopefully he'll be back. Um, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's how you got to do it. That's how we've got to do it. Amari. It's hard, isn't it? When when you're uh, when you're working and it's busy this time of the month, when he's a lap dancer, because all the guys get paid and uh, they end up going there for the for the weekend, don't they? We have to get to the bank and get cash because no one wants to get paid into a bank account and all that stuff. It's all that's sorts it, of yeah. yeah, it's all different, and they have to sort the they have to get they have to clean the money with with all the he needs one of those um things that go around his waist of the belts that have got the contact list so they don't stick five pound notes in they just tap <laughs> the contact list card yeah that's a good idea uh amari has gone for a two nil to bath old boys uh and omar has gone four two to bath old boys apart from dan which is a default score um everyone else leaning towards the bath old boys 
um, not looking good for AFC Oldtown or good because our predictions are particularly bad. Uh, in the second game yeah. in the Southern Sunday, Westminster Wanderers firsts in the Prem, taking on Albion from the Championship. Two of the longest running teams in the, in the current Southern Sunday constitution. Um, they play a pre-season friendly with a trophy and all that stuff and two teams with a lot, lots of tradition. I think Albion have been going since the 60s which is mm. mental uh, and Westminster yeah. Wanderers, I think from 1999 <clears throat> or something like that. So um, it doesn't sound that long ago to some of us, 1999, but actually it's 24 years ago. So they've got some history. Um, so you would have remembered Albion when they were first around in Andrew, because you were around then, weren't you? Well, I left secondary school in 1999. That's how long oh, ago about it was. The 60s. He was on about Albion. <laughs> <laughs> no, my dad, my dad was just born when Albion were formed and my dad's 63. There are 64 this year. So, yeah, my dad was born in 59. So, yeah. Oh, good on him. Two generations. So, that's fantastic tradition for Sunday League um, football, which is which is brilliant for the area. Uh, Bila, take us away. Uh, yeah. So, I think this was a fixture a couple of weeks ago as well. This definitely was. And I remember I went for... Um, I didn't go for Westminster Wanderers. I went for Albion. Okay. Um, just because they were kind of... But I've I had a little look, did a bit more research this time. And I know it's a bit early on and they've fallen off a bit, but Westminster Wanderers had a 4-2 win against Sporting Continental and a 5-1 win against AFC Putney early on in the league. Mm-hmm. And they're two of the strongest teams in the Prem. Um, they've fallen off a little bit and I know Albion are in form, but um, I've sort of changed my mind. I'm swinging towards Westminster Wanderers first now uh, and I've gone for a 3-2 it'll still be tight but I think they might nick it I think it'll be tight as well I went for a 2-1 to uh, Westminster Wanderers Steve you've had a you've had a roll of the dice I think yeah I mean judging from what Dan's just said I'm glad I've, I've kind of done this to keep it competitive I've gone the other way 3-2 so um, I'm glad he said it'll be a tight game and that Albion in form and uh, hopefully that sticks yeah, I well, think there's it, only like four, five, six, seven, like six actual places that separate them. Uh, and yeah, Albion are definitely in better form. So you, yeah, it's not a silly shout at all. Not at all. Last season, the two teams were, the, were were battling it out from to save themselves from relegation in the Prem. And Albion um, bit the dust, sadly. But um, yeah, it was tight between the two teams. And as I say, plenty of history between the two teams. So it's a, it's a really good cup match, this one. I'm sure both teams will have a good day. Amari has gone for a 3-1 Westminster Wanderers win. Uh, Omar has gone for a 2-1 Westminster Wanderers win as well. Um, same as me. Uh, and obviously, I'll, I'll say it one more time, Cavell is being given default tools in tribute to the man himself. Several tributes to the man himself uh, throughout all of the game, throughout all of the games this week on the podcast. The more I'm thinking about this, though, the more I'm thinking Steve might have played a blinder, you know. I think Albion, they are in good form and Westminster Wanderers aren't. Uh, maybe I was looking a bit too far back as well. I could have played a blinder here, Steve. Yeah, they mean... You've got a chance to change it, Dan, if you want. <laughs> oh, thank you, Steve. <laughs> anything it's not before, for me. I'm not in charge. Anything before January is is not... I don't think you can really pay too much attention to it because we've not played too much football. Uh, and uh, I just think... We need to if, if, look at the last three matches in January or look at the last few games in January to get some kind of look at the form because there's no 
there's no momentum before that. So that's personally, the thing, though. you could look at a team's last three games, and two of them could have been from November, December. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so you don't just, know what's happened. No, nah, no. Nah. A lot. All of us after Christmas are basically starting from a from a cold start again. Yeah. Next up is AFC Bluebirds against Sporting London. Mr. Beeler, you're seeing this as a very tight one. Well, I've just gone for two all because that would be perfect for me. They're in my, they're in our division. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, we haven't played any of them yet. Uh, we've like you we've haven't only played, played any four. league games, Graham. Will, Graham yeah, will be we've shouting. only played played four games so far, which is atrocious. And Matthew's project to play twelve, but anyway, this ain't about us. Um, yeah, I went for the two. <laughs> um, Bluebirds uh, are up in second. And they were against Ballon Badgers, isn't it? Who uh, heard Sport in London? No, sorry, Sport in London. Sport in London, who are in fourth. Um, yeah, there's like two points separating them and the team above has played a, a game extra. Um, so I'm just, a two-all's not a crazy result. A draw could happen, but I just yeah. went for it because I'd love it if they drew. Um, we are, what are we, uh, six? So like eight points behind or seven points behind Sport in London with four games in hand. Yeah. So a draw would be very good for us. So two all, please. Two all, lads, please. Thank you. <laughs> and Steve, you're saying the same. Yeah, it sounds like you've got a few double headers coming your way, Dan, doesn't it? Yeah, we have, man. <laughs> Enjoy those. They're, they're always fun. Um, yeah, I've gone two all as well. Um, like I said, it was a stab in the dark. I looked at the lead table quickly and uh, saw they were quite close together. Um Hope it works out for Dan and they they do end up 2-2. Two, two. Yeah. Uh, Omar going 3-2 to Bluebirds. I've gone 3-1 to Bluebirds. Uh, I just think they were looking uh, they're looking a bit a bit stronger. And Amari going for a 4-2 as well. So across the board, really, that's three draws, to be fair. Uh, and three Bluebirds win. No one giving Sporting London a chance. Uh, the big game, and I've got to say... This is my favourite game uh, of the four. Oh, this is a great game. This yeah. is a great game. Yeah, you're absolutely right. This is a League Nine uh, top of the table clash between Borussia Batsy, who haven't really put a foot wrong uh, in their league games this season, against Old Ruts. Um, and yeah, I'm looking across the looking at all of our predictions. No one's no one's seeing a battering in this game at all. Bela, take us away with some analysis, some of your expert analysis. <laughs> uh, well, it's uh, it could have gone either way. That's why I've gone four three. And the only the only game Brucey and Batsy, who are top, have lost against is Brixstein, who are second. But um, yeah. Old Ruts have got a game in hand over those two teams, and if they win it, they're a point behind second and two points behind top. It really could go any way. Like the only difference separating them is Old Ruts had one draw or more. They've both lost the same amount of games. But Old Ruts had an extra draw, which kind of means nothing in terms of um, saying, giving us any knowledge or any um, anything to grab hold of. Yeah. So I just went for 4-3 for Battersea. And the reason I kind of did, I went for the goal difference. I looked at the goal difference and mm-hmm. Old Ruts are on a plus nine and Brucey and Battersea are on a plus 29. Yeah. And that's quite a big swing when you've only played one game more. Um, so that kind of lent it lend itself towards me going for a 4-3 to um, Borussia Batsy. Wholly sensible from you. I've got to say, this 11 points has really, has really straightened you up, hasn't it? <laughs> He's had a good January transfer window. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hasn't he? You're getting no more dancing from me, no more poetry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I miss the poems, to be honest. Yeah. 
missed the poems. Steve, you're having a you're rolling the dice again, I think. I think I've made a mistake, and I this one. Um, no, no, well, no, you know, no, no, I don't think you have. I believe I've because I've backed old ruts before. I thought I'd go with them again. They didn't let me down last time, so I've gone for a three-one win to them. Um, hopefully, it's a cracker. You said it sounds good, so hopefully, it's a, a good one for the neutral. I'm sure it will be. I've I've gone for a tight Bruce Batsy win. I have to back them whenever they're on the predictions because I've got them to win the league in my predict or my overall prediction. So, um, two-one, my prediction for them. Uh, Omar back in Borussia Batsy 2-0 uh, and Amari looking for um, a big scoring game 5-3 to Borussia Batsy and as Bila correctly said they do score a lot of goals Batsy um, so it'll be interesting to see this one I think it's going to be tight but a 4-3 or 5-3 predicted uh, by yeah. Bila and Amari it's not it's, there's no silly predictions there at all Thank you for your time, boys, with the Southern Sunday. By the way, that well, I was going to do it last, but let's do it now. The um, El Claselco is taking place on oh, Sunday in, in, the, in the Southern Sunday. Um, oh, Magpie yeah. recruitment taken. This is just for fun. I'm not even going to document this. Just trying to stoke, stoke the fire for Bilo on Sunday morning. <laughs> um, Magpie recruitment from League Three taking on Bela's boys, Clapham Wanderers, in League Five, come on, Vila, give yeah. us a predi- give us a prediction. Oh, I could not possibly give it. You know, I'm just going to call it a draw, and then we will win on penalties just to get myself out of having to big ourselves up or give them anything to chomp on. What I tell so my boys will be win completely then. different, but I'm not going to feed them anything at all. I'm going to say <laughs> a two-all draw. We will win on penalties. Um, and yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Your two favourite people. You've heard it here first, Magpie. He said that he's going to win and you're going to lose. Yeah, Graham, <laughs> Graham's actually reffing it as well. So it's just that's why we've named it El Claselco because uh, it's just podcast heavy with our sponsors and and obviously colleagues and yeah, what a lovely yeah. lovely fixture for the. We need, uh, we need to get Argentina podcast. down to do us a barbecue afterwards, don't we? And then would be that, <laughs> that would be <laughs> great. That would be great. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's all. That's the only way it could be better. Uh, but yeah, yeah, good luck. Yeah. Good luck to both teams. We gave Thank it a little you, bit of a shout out on on the podcast on uh, Monday, and yeah, what a good game. Uh, I wish you boys all the best. And that's County Cup, isn't it? Uh, that is, yeah. Fourth round of the Surrey Cup, so quite a big one actually. Next round is the last sixteen, so it'd be yeah. nice to do well in that. Good luck, mate. Good luck to both teams. Unashamedly biased on this part of the podcast when Beeler's on the other end of the uh, call. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Let's get into the Westford games uh, for top games again this week. Maybe the bottom one. The last one is a little bit of a a shout out to, to, to Josh at the Cruisers, but we'll get to that in a minute. First game, Metrogas against Red Velvet. Steve, two young teams hungry fiery teams i want to say not not fiery but combative um this will be one hell of a game this will be a ding dong what, what was your thoughts on this one yeah i mean if you looked at the league table solely you'd think that it'd be an easy win for red velvet but we all know that isn't the case um they've both only played three games which is amazing isn't it considering we're in well, february now aren't we yeah um so yeah, cup, cups, cup games have been taken over the top division, and um, it's, it's a chance for both teams to get their league seasons going again. Um, Metro Gas, I, I think they they need a win, didn't they? There's there's no 
They haven't won yet in the league, I don't think. No, they've had uh, two draws and one loss. Yep. Uh, Red Velvet are undefeated in the league. I think they've had two wins and one loss. So, uh, one one draw, sorry. Um, So, yeah, league table, you'd say Red Velvet, but I've just got a, a sneaky suspicion that Metro Gas from last season's cut form and they've they've won last Sunday as well so um, I really think they're going to pull it out the bag I've gone for a 3-1 win to Metro Gas 3-1 to Metro Gas not a silly prediction I've gone 3-2 to Metro Gas uh, Gibbs went for 3-2 to Red Velvet um, Bela you've just looked at the league table haven't you? Yeah pretty much I just went for a 3-0 <laughs> I didn't really look too much into this one but I saw a 3-0 I know Red Velvet are kind of class but and Metro Gas are decent, but when I don't know, yeah, looks at it 3 0 red velvet. Fair enough. Amari I back in the red. Metro Gas lose, uh, surely their manager might be in the older poll next week. Uh, I, we don't know the Metro Gas manager, so we don't want to put anyone in there that we know that we know what <laughs> we could potentially upset because, as I said on the podcast earlier in the week, I seem to get offered offered out in charity boxing matches quite a lot. So <laughs> I'm trying to save Gibbs's job here because he's got a <laughs> unanimous victory in the poll, did not he? By his star striker nominated him as well. Yeah, well, I, I didn't have nothing to do with it, I promise. <laughs> uh, Amari has gone 4-1 to Red Velvet with his prediction. Uh, and Omar, our other Westford specialist, has gone 3-1 to Red Velvet. I can't believe uh, Metrogas are being so disrespected. I expect to see yeah. a social media backlash. Not from me, guys. No, me neither. Me neither. Speak to Gibbs. <laughs> uh, second game second game is Crocodile against Hartford two teams from Division 1 the most competitive division uh, in uh, Westford by a long way I feel Steve you're stable mates with um, Crocodile you, you you may everyone knows Dave as well Crocodile a top bloke oh, roomies yeah um, a tight game this one Hartford in really good form and Crocodile uh, just turning the screw again over the last few weeks uh, for the, of their season. They look back to their best uh, and they seem to find their feet. After a slow start for Crocodile, they, they find their feet every season at new levels uh, and seem to excel. But this is a tough game for them against Hartford. I don't say it enough, but uh, I just want to like well, say well done to Dave and that because you know what they were. They were a Division 5 team, Division 6 team with us a few seasons ago. I know they were sharky in that, but He's gone from that and then slowly and steadily he's he's cemented himself as a team in Division 1 and Division 2, hasn't he? And, yeah. You know, o- over the years he's, he's changed and ch- chopped and changed a few players and that and, and they've, they've managed to make themselves a, a stable team up there. So uh, well done to Dave and his, his team. I know he's got a few people with him managing the club. Um, they've also got Pete Flood playing right back now. Can you believe that? Your old favourite striker. Yeah. I can right back. He's now a right back. He used to moan. Good there as well. He used to moan when I put him at left back just to fill in. (laughs) He was young then, probably. Probably got a bit of timber now. He could move. He could move up front as well then. Yeah, he still hasn't lost his pace entirely, but it's just uh, in shorter spells, I think. (laughs) What's your prediction? Uh, I've gone for a a two-one win to Crocodile. Well, no disrespect to Hartford. Obviously, their last season they smashed it around it and they them. uh, them and Kingsford up the top of that other division with in the Belvedere, wasn't it? Yep, and Barker. Um, so yeah, and Barker. Sorry, yeah, and no, no disrespect to them, but I've gone for a Crocodile wing. I just think they've got a uh, got a bit of experience behind them now. I think the same two one Crocodile was my prediction. I just think that home pitch is a is a yeah. bit of a leveler, and if you the can't, farm. yeah, if you don't play that pitch particularly well, then 
it's a long day in Crocodile Yazi. So I think experience is a good word. I'm not saying they're old because they're not by any stretch of the imagination, um, but they are experienced players and an experienced team. Now, so it'll be interesting to see the result of this one. As I say, I think 2-1 to Crocodile. Gibbs has gone 3-1 to Hartford, uh, as has Omar. Uh, so that's interesting, Steve. Me and you have agreed and Omar and Gibbs have agreed. Um, yeah, well, me and you are stable and secure in our jobs and them are, are on the ropes, <laughs> aren't they? So it says it all. Uh, and Amari uh, has gone 3-2 to Crocken Hill. Um, Bila, what did you think? Oh, I, I, the goal difference swung it for me again. I went 3-2 to Hartford because they're on plus nine and Crocken Hill are minus four. Mm-hmm. Um, but having a look, you know you said about this division. This is a bloody good division, isn't it? Those top yeah. five, like Dan Barnhurst are sick. But like Abbey Mee, Crockenhill, Barker, Hartford, Burridge, Blues, any of them could still absolutely go and rip one. Yep, yep, yep. They're all such good teams as well, honestly. They're this is the best teams. division. But we, yeah. we joke we joke on the podcast each week that that the self grassroots. Yeah, we do all that. But yeah. in in reality, this is the best. This is this people will like there'll be people in the senior and the prem saying, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean competitive. There's there's yeah. nothing it's between just with quality, isn't it? Yeah, even what Willie Royals play in this in this league and they're they're a good little side. They're a good side, and this is the best division in, in Westford. This is the best division in Westford. It's one of those ones where the team at the bottom could easily be the team at the top yeah. and cause an upset. Absolutely. Um talking of upsets potentially, Meridian taking on Borden Sports. A, I'm not sure whoever winning this would be. Uh, would be seen as an upset. I think it's pretty equal, actually. But Borden Sports, A, were beaten by Meridian earlier in the season. Uh, so let's get talking about this one. Steve, uh, you're going with the Wiley Foxes of Borden. Oh, this game's going to be a, a great game to watch, isn't it? Um, mm. I don't feel I don't feel it'll be as great for the referee to be busy. No, I wouldn't want to be the ref. Or no. Oh, just the ground, really. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be one of those. Like, you know how bad the pitch is going to be for one, unless they're playing on the 3G, which I doubt. But um, yeah, you know it's going to be. It's going to be one of those crazy games where there's cards flying everywhere, tackles flying everywhere, um, and hopefully goals flying everywhere as well. Um, mm. Dolby, it, it literally comes down to who's there and who isn't there on the day. They, like you said, they're wily old foxes. They've got players that turn up one week and don't turn up the next. So mm. their results are as inconsistent as the players, I guess. Um, I fancied on this week that I've gone for a 4 3 win. Yeah, I fancied Baldwin Sports A as well. I mean, what you don't want to be facing is a Bolden Sports A with the bit between the teeth or feel like they've got something to prove or something yeah. to avenge. Currently find themselves bottom um, of the Prem Division, which is an un... Um, which is... Uh, they, they're not used to that. But uh, as I say, when you factor in that defeat to Meridian earlier in the season, this will be a Bolden Sports A. That will well, be... I was speaking to Dolby in the summer and he was he was saying that they were going to pack it in. So the mm. fact that they've carried it on for another year is all credit to them. They're, they're a much-loved side in Westler. They are loved by the teams, uh, and and uh, you know we've got a good we've got an affinity with the Baldwin Sports teams as a podcast. And Mark Dolby is a true uh, Sunday League legend, especially in yeah. South East London. Grassroots era, yeah, yeah, it really is. Uh, I went for three one to Baldwin Sports. I I just think that adrenaline and that buzz that they're going to have to get that win back um, will prove too much for Meridian, who only got over the line. Uh, a, a tight game against Eltham Lions, I think, on the weekend. I could be wrong. If yeah. I'm, it, I think they did. They beat them by one goal, uh, and Eltham Lions haven't been particularly good this year. So yeah, just three a, two, it was. Yeah, I thought so. Just a warning signs for Meridian there, but yeah, Borden Sports, you don't want to be facing them. 
Gibbs too. Gordon had a good win as well. They beat, I know obviously Dancing are a few divisions below, but they beat them 5-0, which is quite convincing. An informed lower form, lower league side is is tough. Yeah. Is tough. I'm big. Yeah. Um, not like them to not score a goal. No. Gibbs has gone 2-1 to Borden Sports A. Uh, Omar has gone 2-1 as well. Amari seen a draw three all. Bela, you're back in. You've just looked at the league table. Again, yeah. <laughs> I love how you paused <laughs> mid-sentence <laughs> and completely realised. <laughs> yeah, I, I sort of thought that as well as you're reading out all the scores and saying what you were saying. Uh, yeah, all I've got is the table to go on. And um, yeah, I don't know. It made sense to me. They haven't won a game. They've lost two. They lost two Meridian as well. You're right. Yeah. I'm right in thinking, yeah? Yeah, it's not stupid. It's not a stupid prediction it, at all. Yeah. It could happen. Kind. No, You're no, not no. 4-2, though. You're going to have to know, would you? Who knows? Who knows? As, as Steve <laughs> said, it's going to be... It's going to be... A who tempest- turns up on the... Yeah, it's, who turns up on the day? It's going to be a tempestuous game. Mm. Uh, there's some players at Baldwin Sports who are liable to a red card every night. Both teams it, could have nine men within 10 minutes. Well, the game abandoned. Yeah. If, if, or the if, game if, abandoned. Yeah, it's happened before. Yeah, so that means everyone's null and void anyway. What would we get? Would we get bonus points for guessing game abandoned? No, because that's <laughs> that is that is the highest odds that we could possibly one hundred points. Yeah, <laughs> uh, minus ten points if you guess a, a an abandonment. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's a tough, tough, tough game for both teams. This one, uh, and I wish them both the very best. Uh, Bela, you have backed four two. Yeah, four two to Meridian. Yeah. Thank you. Last but not least, uh, in Westfa, uh, Greenwich Battle Cruisers playing Sport AFC Sporting Greenwich. This is. From the best division in West for Division Six, the pod, the, the Selk Grassroots Podcast Network, Division Six, uh, Battle Cruisers have been having a wonderful season, much improved from last last year. It has to be said. Sporting Greenwich have were the whipping boys. They then stepped away from that role, uh, but they've reestablished reestablished themselves uh, along with JJ um, as the whipping boys in the division. Steve, um, and I think it's going to be a one-way traffic for the predictions on this one. Yeah, Battle Cruisers are in great form. This is the big Battle of Greenwich outside the Cross Keys. The Hummus Derby, isn't it? Yeah, the old Ben and Jerry's finale, this one. This one, they're mm. going to be fighting to the death, I think. But uh, Battle Cruisers, or Peck and Rye B, as I like to call them, uh, they're doing very well this season. They've picked up their form since Christmas, haven't they? And, and they've shown a bit of consistency, which they, they were yet to show from last season. So um, I've gone for a convincing 5-1 win. Yeah, I've I've gone, I've gone five one four one. Uh, is my prediction. Gibbs went five one. Um, Omar has gone three one. Uh, so we're all predicting a win by at least two so far. Um, Bela, do you want to tell us your prediction? I think it's yeah. a lovely scoreline. Sporting Greenwich are going to get that sinking feeling Sunday night, aren't they? Yeah. When they play the Battle Cruisers. Yeah, love it, love it, love it. Um, eight two to the Battle Cruisers. It was the the one that I saw that was the most <laughs> likely one I could have put in there, and I've gone for it. Yeah, I think you made a good, you made potentially a, a great choice there. Um, Amari going for eight two as well. So we've got two eight pointers to potentially hand out uh, on Sunday evening when I mark the papers from the predictions, um, from the prediction scores. But yeah. It could be anything. This 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 um, game, Sporting Greenwich, have got a bit about them. Don't forget, Battle Cruisers were run close by JJ United earlier in the season. I think they've turned the corner from them. I think they're better than that now. But 
um, Sporting Greenwich. There is some, they, they had something about them and maybe they can rekindle that this Sunday. Who knows? But the Battle Crews are certainly having uh, their best season in Westford so far. Uh, do you know if yeah. the um that the sporting Greenwich lads any of them listen to the podcast at all? Do you know they, if... they do because we often get an end of season video that they brilliant <laughs> they've done some pucker videos and oh yeah uh, Gibbs predicted them to go down uh, one and they year, stayed up didn't they yeah. and they stayed up and sent him a video basically because <laughs> love... I, I would I would absolutely accept a pasting if they get a victory on Sunday I think they should go in on us if they get a victory <laughs> on Sunday I'd accept it wholeheartedly. It looks well, unlikely though. They they played each other two weeks ago, and I think Battle Cruisers won seven nil. Oh right. <clears throat> yeah. They they, they, to... they were rubbish. Then they were okay to the point where Gibbs had a bet that he would get their badge tattooed on his ass if they won the the league last <laughs> season. Which which for the first five or six games was looking quite likely, <laughs> and and then they then they flopped, and then now this season, sadly, they're back to back to their previous struggling form. Have they played any more teams around them, though? Because I know they beat JJ, didn't they? They beat Have JJ. They that was like the big Leicester one. or anything like that yet? Not that I can remember off the top of my head, but, but that doesn't might, mean they, they haven't. They might have just played the, the better teams, you know? Let's see. We'll see. But Battle Cruisers certainly going into that one as favourites. Good luck to Josh and all the lads at the Battle Cruisers. The Battle of Greenwich is on Sunday. Right. We're going to get through... We've got no representation from the OBDSFL or the Quota Municipal. So we're going to go through these a little bit quicker. Spartans in this, let's do the Quota Municipal first. Uh, Spartans against Bosjam uh, is a top of the table uh, Prem Division game in the Quota Municipal. Um, Roger, our specialist, has gone 2 1 to Spartans. They're in a good run of form. I saw them this Sunday against Crayford Arrows, uh, and they would definitely, definitely. Uh, have a very strong substitutes bench um, to change things up if needed. Bosjam beaten in the league this weekend. Uh, Spartans now the only unbeaten team in the Michael Donovan Premier Division of the Quota Municipal. Um, I've gone 3-2 to Spartans. I was suitably impressed with their performance. Uh, Omar going 3-1 to Spartans. Steve, you're rolling the dice, I think, here, are you? Or I Yeah, I mean, this is, I think this is one of the... One of the common themes of tonight, isn't it, that I'm going the opposite way to everyone else, really. Um, mm. I've gone Bosjam 3-2. Uh, main reason I saw it was because they have had good form. Like you said, they've only lost one game. So um, we'll see how it goes. Hopefully it works out for me. They did beat topside um, Quedon JFC as well. Bosjam, don't forget. Bila, uh, you know a little bit about the Quedon Municipal. Did you lean on your friend for the prediction on this one? I didn't. Do you know what? I've not been working at my store recently. I'm doing a placement in a mainstream school. So uh, I'm not sort of seeing many of the lads at my work at the moment. Um, so I've gone for uh, and I went with Steve, actually. I've done a 2-1 to Bosjam. I know Spartans are undefeated, but I don't know. Could go anyway. It's a good game. Be a good game this one, wouldn't it? It will be. And your your upturn in form is just so happened that you're not seeing your Croydon Municipal friends very often anymore. <laughs> it's mm. true. It's very true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Croydon Municipal specialist Amari is backing Spartans to win 2-1. Uh, Amari's team recently played Spartans in a cup game and took them uh, all the way. So he's seen uh, what they're all about, and yeah, they are they are the real deal. They're definitely a good side. Uh, second game this week in the Quota Municipal, Albo United taking on Dynamo Duppers. Um, Albo starting the season with admin errors and 
and uh, unavailability um, slowly, but now they're looking like promotion could be on the cards from there playing bang bottom of the table. Uh, Dynamo Duppers, Roger, uh, our, our contributor for the Sunday League show, has gone 3-1 to the Elbow Boys. I went 4-1. Uh, Dynamo Duppers still losing games, but they seem to be um, stemming the tide of goals that they've been uh, they've been conceding. But but Elbow, we know what a, what a great um, team they are going forward. Uh, Bela, you can see big goals in this well, one as well. I can, but you know they only played each other last week. Um, and it was 2-0 to Albo. So it's maybe going to be a little bit tighter than we thought it was going to be. Um, Are you only so, yeah. just now look at, actually looking at any sort of form as we're talking? No, so no, <laughs> normally <laughs> I just look at the yeah the tables, to be fair, of the other ones. Not the Southern Sunday, I do a bit of my research. But then, yeah, when I sort of talk to you, like I click on the names and, uh, yeah, it's quite interesting when you do that, isn't it? Helps out. <laughs> Find out a lot. <laughs> it is. Amari. The Quillen Municipal contributor has gone 4-0 to Albo. He sees a big Albo win as well. Uh, Steve, it looks like we're all going Albo. Yeah, I've gone for a, a two-goal margin, but I've added the goal in for Dynamo Duppers. Maybe they've uh, discovered after 90 minutes how to score against uh, Albo. So I've gone 3-1. Fair play. Uh, third game, uh, Surrey Park Rangers. Um, really on a in, a in a trough, it has to be said. They're stuck in a massive rut at the moment. Can't buy a win. Uh, they play Santola after that what after that loss against Gold Coaching recently. Uh, they won three 0 I think, against PSG reserves this weekend. Just gone in the cup, uh, back in league games, back in league form. I think for Santola this week. I think this is a Division One league game. Uh, they play, as I say, Surrey Park Rangers, who are struggling badly, and that is reflected in mine and Roger's score, especially Roger going six 0 to Santola. Um, I've gone five one to Santola. Steve, you're seeing a bit closer, but you're still a comfortable win for Santola. Yeah, I mean, I could have made it wider, couldn't I? But uh, I've gone for 4-2. Um, maybe it'll be one of those ones where they get a heavy lead and then just take it, take the foot off the gas. I've gone 4-2. Omar and Amari agreeing with 3-1 to Santola. Uh, but Bambila, you're seeing a Santola win, but just a bit more, uh, a, a bit bigger of a margin. Yeah, 4-1 to Santola. Um, oh, guess what? I've just clicked on the Surrey Park Rangers. They haven't won since that opening game of the season. No, no. Which was 7-6 against Albo. Yep. That's all. Yeah. That's all. I'm just looking. I'm not... Yeah, but everyone just, you, everyone just <laughs> looks and writes it down yeah, and then yeah. remembers it, don't they? <laughs> but I didn't do that. All. I literally just looked. <laughs> well um, but yeah, so, oh, I don't know, 4-1. I can't see anything other than a Santola win. No. Well, I can't either. Um, that'll be a long day for Surrey Park Rangers if they uh, yeah. carry on playing the way they Three have been playing. Park Rangers on Sunday, watch. <sighs> Could be, couldn't it? And you have no one's rolled the dice on you this changing game. Changing your mind? No way. No, I'm all right, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last but not least, in the quarter municipal, uh, South London Union against Sandersted. This is um, a top-of-the-table clash. Uh, Sandersted with a win this weekend against Huxley Guards. Uh, they're playing South London Union, who themselves won um, as well. Uh, so two teams in pretty good form going up against each other this weekend. Um, we keep waiting for South London Union to to foul or to re re return back to last season sort of uh, 
I can't even think of the word rubbish basically. And they won't mind me saying that they were, they were inconsistent is the kindest way to say it. Um, Roger has backed the South London union boys four, two. I backed them three, one as well. Stephen, I'm going to go to you next, please, because you have had a Ooh. wild scoreline prediction. See, this is the same South London union that played Amari's team, wasn't it? And did the same result. So yeah, I've, uh, I've gone for a five all draw. <laughs> I always have to have something wild, and I'm, I've gone off the 28 nils now because they weren't quite working out for me. So this is what this might be the new trend if it works out. I've got five all. Five all is mad, but yeah, uh, Omar has gone four two to South London Union. Amari, just before we go to Bela, our um, Croydon Municipal specialist and Division Two specialist, don't forget, has backed the South London Union boys six nil. That's Sanderstead is his old club who he used to play for uh, and South London Union are his new um, rivals uh, for the Division 2 title at the moment. Uh, so Amari back I'm, I'm assuming he nil. fell out with the lads at Sanderstead with that sort of score. <laughs> no, I just think he you know, he really rates South London Union. Don't forget he's seen them come back from 5-0 down or, or South London Royals came back from 5-0 down against South yeah, London I think Union. Yeah, Amari was 5-0 down at half-time. Yeah, so he's seen he's oh, seen wow. what South London Union can do. Uh, but, Bealey, you're seeing a tight contest on this one. Yeah, still going South London Union, 3-2. Uh, I could have flipped a coin, um, but I didn't, which went for South London Union. 3-2, the prediction for Bela. Right, last league of the night is uh, the OBDSFL, and it's there's four games here. Hatcham against Bickley is our first game. Uh, talking about El, Clas El Classelco earlier in the Southern Sunday, this is a classic game for uh, OBDSFL fans. Two long-standing teams in the league, um, decorated teams, county cups and leagues and and whatnot between the two clubs. Um, this is is a lovely game for us traditional uh, OBDSFL fans. Nimo has gone for a three-one Bickley win. Hackton currently sitting bottom of the league with no wins so far. Um, I've gone for a 2-1 Bickley win. It just seemed a little bit they're back to their old selves with a good win against Kenningwell recently. Uh, and with Hatcham, we think their squad has been affected by the whole Super League debacle. Uh, Omar has backed Hatcham, though, to win 3-2. Steve, you're going with the boys in the Argentina kit. Yeah, I, I, I love Bickley. I think they're just one of those classic Sunday League sides, aren't they? You know, they're, they're all experienced. They're all willing to put their foot in and get the bodies on the line. Um, Hatcham have had a bit of a stinker this season, but you said their the their concentration is on the Super League by the sounds of it. So uh, I think Bickley will nick a win 2-1. Fair enough. Bela. Yeah, this is one in my fault. I'll go the other way, but definitely with the sort of thing in my head of if a proper Hatcham team turn up, they could definitely get points here. So yeah. I went for a 2-1, I think, to Hatcham. Fair enough. They definitely could. There's no two ways about it. It's not a silly, no prediction either way or a draw is silly in this game. Omari is back in Bickley 3-2. Uh, Omar, I think I didn't, I'm not sure I said it. He's back to Hatcham 3-2. Don't forget, Cavell, our usual OBDSFL specialist, um, has been given default 2-2s all through the, the, the uh, predictions this week. Uh, Woosh against Ministry of Ball. Division three is this? It is, yeah. Division three, Ministry yeah. of Ball sitting at the top of the league um, at the moment. Whoosh, about fourth or fifth in the division, but I think they've got some games to play. Uh, Nimo has backed Whoosh to win 2 1, Ministry of Ball. I think 
beaten this weekend or beaten recently um, against uh, Crowway beat them quite recently, but I'm not sure what they did this weekend off the top of my head. Uh, Nemo back in Woosh. I'll never bet against um, Ministry of Ball. I, I really enjoy them. Their, their style of play is fantastic and there's a few really good blokes in the team. Always enjoyable to see. Uh, so I always wish them uh, unashamedly all the best unless I'm refereeing them obviously where I'm straight down the line. Steve, you're going with no. Mob. You're going with yeah. Mob. Now I come to think of it, didn't Gibbs team play Woosh in the Cup? I'm pretty sure they did. And it went to penalties. So yeah, um, I think maybe, they did, yeah. Yeah, maybe I'm underestimating them a bit by the prediction. Um, I do remember watching that game. Um, but yeah, I've gone for the mob, but their league <clears> form just seems better, doesn't it, on paper. So I've gone for a 2-1. Fair enough. Uh, as I say, this is pretty tight. This one, Omar back in the Ministry of Ball Boys 3-1. Uh, Amari going 3-1 to Woosh. Uh, and Bila. You're you're seeing a big tick for yeah. Um, they're really good Sunday league team names, by the way. They Ministry are, of Ball is a cracking name for a Sunday league team, and mm. Woosh is just a bit silly. So I actually went for <laughs> Woosh because the name was slightly sillier. But yeah, I like the names. Um, but yeah, yeah they're, 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 the mob. They're, they're not much the mob. Ministry of Ball. Oh, the mob. Yeah, it's, it works so many ways. That's a cracking name. I love that. They might be my new favourite team. Do you know what? They're a fantastic bunch of guys as well, Ministry of Ball. Um, I think they've got their captain, Norman, is a, is a real good guy and he plays good football on a Saturday. Uh, but they're really, really good. Please tell me they play at the home of football, Norman Park. No, they play, I think they play at Footscray Rugby Club. I think. Oh, he's missing the trick there. Third, and the penultimate game of the show, uh, Alpington Reserves. Play Hayes and Pickhurst Reserves. Alpington Reserves at the recipient's of the dreaded you'd eight to be remark on social media this weekend as they were beaten by Western Wolves eight two. This is bottom of division five in the OBDSFL Hayes and Pickhurst reserves taking on second from bottom Orpington reserves. Uh, Hayes and Pickhurst have scored something like four goals in their nine games, eight or nine games in the league. Uh, Orpington reserves, just a little bit better. Uh, three points, I think, the better for um, the difference between the two teams. But yeah, Alpington Reserves, the recipient of the 8-2 this weekend. Um, I saw an Alpington Reserves win 3-1 for me. Uh, Jamie saw a 4-1 Alpington Reserves win. Uh, I think it's pretty it's pretty unanimous that we're going to go for um, hey, uh, uh, an Alpington Reserves win on that basis. So, Bela, what did you go for? Uh, could definitely, definitely be a draw. Um, and neither team likes to score too many goals. So I thought this was my nil-nil. This was my nil-nil shot. I think even... Uh, uh, it could be a draw, but I thought that Hazen Pickers just seemed to be so sort of blunt up front and they'd conceded so many goals that even the the goal, the most goal shy of teams could pick Hazen Pickers reserves off. That's my... That's my no, you're probably right. And Orpington Reserves average what two goals a game, and that's yeah. against higher level, so yeah, they'll yeah. probably nick a goal or two. But I'm going nil nil. You you like your nil nils, don't you? Or you like the odd one? I uh, love it. One's going to come in one day, <laughs> Steve. Uh, you're thinking the same along the same lines as me, yeah. I was gonna say, not the same lines as Dan. That did a terrible prediction right there. Um, Orpington, <laughs> my local team, um. <laughs> 
I live about five minutes away from Goddington, so I know the Orpington boys are from there. Um, Hayes and Pickles Reserve, I think they've lost eight from eight, and they so yeah, really, really struggled in this season. Um, which was a surprise because their first team actually did really well, didn't they, last year, their first season? Doing well this year as well. They're a real good team. And, and you know, you have to celebrate successes where a team thinks that we they can bring in a reserves and, and that. I mean, that's fantastic that this Yeah, don't line up it. <laughs> yeah, the Hayes and Pickers. But, but the, to have a reserve team and to keep them playing football is a, is a win for Hayes and Pickers reserves anyway. that that's, that's a win for them. But, yeah, they are definitely struggling. I can tell you first, and Andrew, that the first year or two of your your um, existence, it's not about the results, is it? It's about getting that team built up and getting getting ready for the next few seasons, which mm-hmm. which probably you'll find success eventually. Um, you just got to stick together and get through those hard times. And yep. credit credit to the teams like the Hayes and Pickers, and I'll even credit JJ United for it as well because they are sticking together and they're showing a bit of an upturn in form. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, but I've gone for a, a big win for Alpenton because they're my local team and and I'm a big fan of the boys. So five two, five two. The prediction well done. Two all the prediction from Omar. Probably showing why he's bottom of the uh, of the predictions league. At yeah, the moment. who would predict a draw? Eh? Oh, uh, do you know? Could never be me. <laughs> I think you should let Dan change it. Seeing as he's made the effort to come on the call tonight. Yeah, Dan. Do <laughs> yeah. you want? Do you want to change it? Absolutely Sorry. not. Okay. Absolutely not. You're a man of you're a man of um of ethics, and I like that about you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, three two nil. The prediction for for Amari, uh, for the Alpington Reserves boys. Uh, this could be one. We've got three draws predicted on there with the default one for Cavell. And as I say, if he if Omar gets a two all, he'll get the three points. Cavell will only get one for missing out this week. Giving um, yourself a headache there to set up that, aren't you? No, I, I remember. Uh-huh. I'll remember. I'll make all of um, Cavell's ones a colour. So I'll remember that on Sunday uh, that he has to take one point for wins. It's as simple as that. Sorry, Cavell, if you're listening. He might he might tell us to bugger off now. We won't, we won't hear from him again. Last but not least is the LSE Giants game against Spartans. Um, and we're actually joined by Amari for this very last Result. Thank you for joining us, Amari. You, you're late. It's all right. I was just trying to get a new job, so apologies. Better late than never. You'll be getting a new job as a predictor if you turn up late again. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's get through our uh, predictions for this one. Jamie going for 3-2 to LSC for this one. Uh, a big shout, a big shout from Jamie for the lower-placed uh, team. Uh, but yeah, Spartans not been in best form in... Uh, in recent uh, months for in, in the OBDSFL since their move across uh, LSC, a good team. I have gone for Spartans. I think they'll be up for this in the Cup. Uh, they do get up for Cup games. Amari, you know quite a bit about the Spartans, boys. What did you go for? I've gone a 3-1 Spartans. Just the difference in leagues and as you said, they're normally up for Cup games. So I reckon they'll, they'll want to get their first win. Well, not their first win of the season, but get through this round of the Cup. I think so too. Bela. Yeah, I've gone for, there's a few of us, look, all next to each other, all of us say I've gone for a free one to um, <clears throat> Spartans as well. Uh, yeah, just, I don't know, cup game, I looked at the table, that's what I went for. Fair play, it's not a silly prediction. Steve, you're thinking exactly the same as Bela. Yeah, I like, to, I like to end it on a good one. This game is proper unforgettable, isn't it? It's a, it's a great game to be had. Um, no <laughs> one will forget this, forget this one in a hurry. Yeah. Uh, I've gone for a free one Spartans one as well. Absolutely. Omar going for 3-2 uh, to Spartans. That makes it uh, all but Jamie 
um, a clean sweep for the Spartans, boys. Steve, where are you playing this weekend? What's your game? Uh, we are away at Elton Town. We're playing the mighty Hacienda Reserves. So Ooh, You know a few of them, Ooh. boys, as well, don't you? Yeah, well, I know a few of the first team. Uh, okay. um, one of my old players plays for the Reserves, so maybe we'll get, see. You're going to well, get he never up for me. Uh, so let's hope he doesn't turn up again because he's actually quite a good player. Um, but it's a chance for us to to maybe get a bit of form going after we lost our uh, unbeaten run spanning two years, wasn't it? So, <laughs> it was in Pretty Twitter good. arguments since 2022, wasn't it? That that stat you pulled out. It's a stat, isn't it? It's a, it's a big stat. Battle <laughs> <laughs> of the week. Uh, yeah, that was. A, unfortunately, a... every unbeaten run has to come to an end at some point, doesn't it? It does. You've got to give someone else a chance. And uh, Bila for your El Claselco. Um, I wish you all yeah. the best. Please say hello to Thank Graham much. on behalf of us. And we, we wish to uh, perhaps see uh, that penalty win. You're used to that. Oh. You've, you've, you've tasted that. You've if promised. You, yeah. If you, get, <laughs> if you get that penalty win on Sunday, um, we'll be cheering you. We'll be cheering for you. Thank you. I'll let Francis know. You'll be cheering for me. He'll be listening. Don't worry. <laughs> where, where are you this weekend, Andrew? Uh, I am in OBDSFL action this week. Uh, minister. Uh, not Ministry of Ball, Manorwood against uh, Crayford Arrows in the Jack Jack Standen Cup. Jack Standen, yeah. Nice one. That's a good game, that. It is a good game. On the 3G as well, so it's nice to get on some some firm ground. Might even get the moulds out. Who knows? <laughs> Guys, I wish you all the very best, and I'll speak to you next week. Nice one, mate. Cheers. Cheers. Boys. Bye. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.